3: Coach Joyce here. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for Ted C. Uber. I want this to be the best year ever for all our friends worldwide. Welcome to Joyce, Barry, and Friends. We are broadcasting live across America and around the world. This is the hour to empower with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. You always want to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our shows. Each show goes into our archives. Log in to Joyce Barry and friends.com Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows, always informative, inspiring, and motivational. you want to share these special shows with your friends, family, and contacts. You can follow us on Facebook and become a Joyce Barry subscriber and even a fan by going to our Joyce Barry and Friends fan page. Be sure to check Like. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us by going to our Blog Talk Radio homepage and clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything. My official website is JoyceBarry.com. Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E. It is always an honor and a privilege when we have as our special guest, Ted Siuba, the world's foremost authority on Napoleon Hill. Ted has written over 30 books, the most notable being The New Think and Grow Rich. My personal favorite is 101 Quantum Success Secrets, the kind of book that you can just open up to any page and get an important life lesson. Uh, Ted was also the founder of the World Internet Summit. So for someone like me who has all these technological problems – can you imagine how important it is to have the founder of the World Internet Summit advising me on technical issues? I do indeed feel very blessed. Today, Ted talks about accelerating personal change. He covers the important principles of transformation, which he believes are stronger than change. Ted says we must change if we expect circumstances to change. For inspiration, he went to a sacred ground. And he'll tell you which ground that was since I can't pronounce it, but just know for now that it is near Mexico City. Feeling like a changed person, Ted is very excited about sharing with you his vision and insights and how the pyramids he visited gave him spiritual vibrations such that he knows he will never be the same Folks, you don't want to go anywhere. When Ted speaks, it's really worthwhile listening to. Welcome to the show, Ted
4: Siuba. And Joyce, Mary, and friends, thank you so much and welcome to, and we're going to talk about accelerating personal transformation. You know, Joyce, it's so exciting to get to be on your show, because you've got such a great platform for these kind of topics, and it's exciting because, true, I want to talk about personal transformation, which is not an unusual topic for me, but a specific manner that all of us can use to accelerate that personal transformation. Have I got your interest there, Joyce?
3: I'm interested in just know it's one of my favorite topics of all times. We have to keep reinventing ourselves, we have to keep growing, we have to keep learning. So, I'm very excited about the topic.
4: And and that of course comes from a consciousness that knows we need to keep developing, which is the first requirement. You know, but what what happens is a lot of us go along in life and there's a problem because we we come to a place where we've stalled or we feel boxed in, slowed down, you know, mile ease. And so the solution is conscious to introduce a change. (laughs) Bam! And so when you say, well, I'm going to get conscious about it and and do that, first thing, the consciousness, what do I need? Well, you know, you, you do realize how deep, deep, I mean, transformation it means and signifies a radical change, not just a change. So you say, okay, I'm going to do that. Now, if I'm going to create or impulse or like to fuse to a radical change, how am I going to do that? The how. And so you start saying, optimize. That's the word that I like to use a lot. To make it the best, construct it to get the best, and so therefore... It's not surprising that it comes to a name. We even have a name for this kind of thing in society. It's called a vision quest. You know, you're know, you going to go off to make a contact with the deepness of your soul, the divinity of soul, you know, deep, deep, deep within, or deep, deep, deep away goes up high, whatever it is. And so the people who are doing that, again, that's conscious transformation, a vision quest, the quest for the Holy Grail kind of thing. So there's there's really seven principles that a person would look at, and these are the principles of what I would call accelerating personal transformation. Number one, most people would agree, Napoleon Hill, of course, it's his first principle. He called it definiteness of purpose. Uh, Christ called it ask, and you shall receive. And I like to just say if, you know, a definite reason, I mean, you know, a vision quest, get clear on why you're going. That's one. Number two, with that, you have an expectation that you will get that answer, that you will, you know, that prayers that you work, that you pray in, in the holy ground. Again, you're going special place for you. Now, I'll tell you about the special place for me but principles for application, right? And so you 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 know that you'll do it. Now, with that, you think logically. If you were going anywhere and you were going to talk to a teacher and you knew they were a teacher and a subject and you had specific questions, they would be happy to oblige you. Just because you're going to make a spiritual connection with yourself and with divinity, the God within, and, 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 and without, by the way, doesn't mean it's any less real than going to see anywhere else. You're, that's the kind of belief you have that and with that now you got number three. You get a commitment to act. So you've gone you're going with a special reason, you believe and you'll make that contact and you'll get that guidance, those answers and you're committed to follow up on that and then when you're there you that's what you do. You participate and you listen. You know, which in our case was walking on holy ground, chanting, singing uh by the way, the place was, I can't hold it back, the place was, and then I will continue as we're going with the principles here, the place that I went to called Teotihuacan. Now, this isn't class, so you're not going to have to learn how to spell it, but it's a four-syllable word, and that's the word the Aztecs gave to a complex of pyramids that they discovered, a complex of pyramids, two being the most significant. That's the Pyramid of the Sun and the Pyramid of the Moon. So that's, like I said, at Teotihuacan, about 30 miles from the center of Mexico City, right? Uh, But that place, Complex of pyramids, energy, sacred ground. That's why I went. So back to the principles. Number one, you got to have a definite reason. Two, your expectation that you will receive. Number three, your commitment that you will follow up and act on what you receive in that contact. You get there. This is where we go to four. I was in Teotihuacan. You listen when you're there. And guess what? You got answers. You got guidance. You have got the inspiration, the encouragement, the you know the, the 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 fire that burned off the doubts and indecisions and the fears that you've got. Is, everybody accumulates this stuff as we go through life. You got it because you went there for that quest. It, so that comes back to just as you expected to have that vision. Principle number two. At principle number five, believe. That vision, that and, and but it's not exactly accurate to call it a vision, but you got to have something that, that experience, that you know that that feeling, that divinity, that knowingness, that intuition. However, it comes to you, and so believing it now, you're at point number six. From that point forward, as Joyce might be coming. He feels like he's changed forever. Well, if you've gone on a vision quest, you are changed. You believe in what you got. Number six, you're going to go out and you start acting it out immediately. It, that's where I'm at. I just got back, by the way. <laughs> I was supposed to get in earlier, but I got it, 2 a.m. this morning, right? So I'm fresh. But you see point number six acting, and seven, which we all have to do, is keep that fire fueled. That's why again Napoleon Hill wrote the book, and he wrote he he called it the Mystery of Sex Transmutation, which the duality and the balancing the energies and keeping the forward motion going, you know, that uh, children and, and ancestors is is accurate, but I just like to say, which he this is what he was saying, passion and persistence, you keep the fire fueled. So, so when you talk about it, the principles of personal transformation. After you get conscious, it really is just common sense. Wouldn't you agree with me, uh, Joyce, on that?
3: It is, but I just want to repeat something you said. I don't want uh, folks to miss it. Ted Siuba shared that he literally Got in at 2 a.m. this morning So he just came from This extraordinary experience And folks you should feel Very privileged and honored that we're The first ones that's hearing Of these experiences He just got back and he's sharing With Ed with us live On Joyce Barry and Friends So we feel very very honored Ted to Siuba
4: to Yeah I do Too and like I said, those you know, first remarks. I appreciate the platform to to do this. And so, like I said, you know, listeners and Joyce, I promised you that we'd talk about the principles and and then share my personal application, which I again, Teotihuacan. I was going to hold off, you know, but I couldn't do that. But so what I did. It's sacred ground to me. And we, remember, now, personal transformation for everybody. In, as individuals will express in their own individual ways, for one person that may be a better business. Guess what? For another person, it may be a better family life, or whatever your remember your definite reason. But some of the facts that I used put this together. I'm aligning the cosmos with my individual designs. Actually, it's more accurate to say. When I tune myself to the cosmos, to divinity, to all that is, I am attempting in my own personal route, as as you would in yours, to do that. So, deep connection went to the where the 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 pyramid there, the pyramid of the sun, which does face exactly east. I mean, uh, ex. Well, according to if you use the North Star, Polaris as the axis of the world? Guess what? In that relationship, you've got the pyramid of the moon, which is at the north of this long complex. It's about a mile long. There's pyramid, pyramid pyramid after pyramid. But there's two biggies. The pyramid of the sun is in the middle of the solar system, cosmo astrology, cosmo architecture. And it looks east as the sun, you know, does. The pyramid of the moon is north signifying night, and when you're looking that, down the length of this avenue, remember this avenue is over a mile long, and it is exactly straight, I mean, there's, it's not a curvy road, and it points exactly to the center of the Pyramid of the Moon up at the top of the north, and exactly at the apex of that pyramid, which is very, very high, several hundred feet, I don't know exactly how, but very, very, very high, and, and that. Points exactly up, exactly into the axis of our universe, our solar system, excuse me. Uh, Polaris, the North Star, and it, all the stars circumpolar, etc. No, they had all that aligned. Duality, male, female, sun, moon, right? Uh, by the way, not only did I go to ground like that, which is, by the way, one thing. A lot of people have classed this stuff as archaeology, you know. <laughs> Culture, you know, humanity of cultural, it's still alive. <laughs> That's what, you know, uh, but so a few other things. We all know that it was the solar equinox on March twentieth. Guess when I stood in Teotihuacan in the pyramids, March twentieth. If you're going to optimize an experience, my application, your lesson, quote unquote. I went there on that day. Uh, Equinox is the is the new year. It's the spring for most cultures of the world in their sacred time. This is the new year. This is the date, uh, and we had a new moon the same day. The same day. Imagine the power. And for <laughs> Gosh. people who are into mysteries, the new moon is possibly more important than the full moon, right?
3: Ted, I just wanted to ask you, did you go with a group? Did you go with a friend? Did you go by yourself? This was such a huge life changing experience.
4: Listen, I went with people who of like mind, which is also good. By the way, there was also a total eclipse of the sun.
5: Wow. <laughs> All these
4: things lined up and a, a few of us said well, you gotta have 30, but remember it's not you do exactly what I did it's, you see how I optimized. Fiova said all these cosmic energies are coming together. We can go to this place, the third largest pyramid in the entire world. After two of them in you know, the pyramid of Giza and the pyramid of Kufre in, in Egypt. This is it. The city was the approximately the same size at the same time as the city of Rome. Wow, oh, <laughs> wow. And when, you know, like when you go to these legislative plazas, and you, wow, you, yeah, of course, you're from New York, thousands and thousands of people can gather on these platforms. and that's, Are you with me? Like in Times Square? That's what it was like for this spiritual uh, community when it was in its heyday from... 100 B.C. to around 750 B.C. So, you whoa. So, it's it's a... <laughs> now, I chose that. We chose that as a fascinating adventure. But the uh, fascinating, relevant way to have a vision quest, right? Fulfill. But the principle that I want to get across is... It is what it is for each individual. Another person does it. But what we're talking about is not that you necessarily need to go to Teotihuacan, Machu Picchu, Stonehenge, the Wailing Wall, Rome. Uh, uh, I would like to go and see the Kaaba. That would be fascinating experience for me, go to Mecca and make that trip. But what, what I tell you, though, what it means is you do set aside time when you know it's kind of like when we think of as a, a mother when she's getting pregnant. It's a real time to concentrate on what am I when she's you know getting pregnant or you know, she's pregnant and and giving birth and and raising a child tends to make a person think a little bit deeper about life. And you see women change their outlook in a, with an experience like that. It's the same thing. Any kind of experience that you're going there, you'd really want to optimize it. Would you agree with me?
3: I do, and I just uh, was thinking for the moment, you've done a prior show about sacred sites. Uh, It was also a fascinating show. Could you say what's different from this sacred site to the ones you visited before?
4: Well, uh, by the way, I have visited... A number of sacred sites, but the, you and I—we had a show. Uh, we shared one on about mm, well, pertaining to Machu Picchu, and yes, that would that have was been the one. Yeah, yeah, about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you know there, there's there's a lot of differences in that. One of the most obvious is that Machu Picchu is a sacred city. The city is still in, con- in intact. The city was not touched by Western, as in European, man, the, the, Hispa- the Hispaniolas, the Spaniards didn't destroy it. Well, they also didn't destroy this sacred complex. But the city, which, like I said, rivaled Rome, the city is long since gone, but, but this sacred complex is not. So but what, that's like major thing. We had a whole city in Machu Picchu at approximately the same elevation. Seventy five hundred feet. We could say a mile and a half high, right? Machu Picchu is in the mountains. Teotihuacan is not a city, it's the sacred complex that includes pyramids, which Machu Picchu does not have pyramids. Machu Picchu was Inca for the Inca Indians now we're talking about the Teotihuacan Indians, whose successors were the Aztecs, uh, and so those kind of things—the difference, but the spiritual, the spiritual vibrations and the spiritual energy—you uh, know—I share, of course, my personal experience. They were very similar, and most people—that's the common uh, common sentiment amongst those with. Uh, you know consciousness development higher consciousness in that arena that those two places have deep profound spiritual connections that you can tie into and since there's only one only one supreme in the entire cosmos even if you happen to have him manifesting as quetzalcoatl right which which that quetzalcoatl which by the way Americans most often Look at it in Quetzalcoatl. It's the same <laughs> deity that the Aztecs, you know, also adopted, right? Quetzalcoatl, or some other divinity, right? It's there's only one, one spiritual energy. As in you and I, Joyce. If we go into and and are you know successful, and it sometimes it takes a little effort, but deep, deep uh, meditation, we're having. Similar but different experiences. We're feeling an energy, even if our experiences may be slightly different, right?
3: Absolutely, uh, and I do find this fascinating because you've been to more than one sacred site. I, I, I would love to hear how you feel the personal change and the transformation and the application to your life.
4: Ah, well, that's that. Remember, uh, listener, as I answer this. My personal application is your lesson for your personal application. But me, as a writer, which also means speaker, you know, they go hand in hand, uh, on topics of personal transformation, well, I've also happened to have, as you well know, because you like those books, uh, a quantum outlook on personal transformation, and and this is latest science, and that quantum outlook, which, you know, like you mentioned, of course, and I appreciate that, the new thinking grow rich, what that is is a quantum amplification of Napoleon Hill's message. It's not a new message. It's Napoleon Hill's message that I, in this modern day, said, I'm going to give you the quantum interpretation, and so quantum really means coming from one, from the invisible, they have discovered, the scientists have discovered what the deepest spiritual leaders of all humanity, of all cultures, have always said. The, this world is not real. This material world, it's actually made up of the invisible. It's only energy. Right? <laughs> and so we have to learn, it gets back down to, you're really dealing in energies. It sounds complex when it first comes up, but that quantum outlook says, and, and this is getting scientific, the observer affects the observed. What when the observer is there, results change. When whatever the observer's will is, well, you know, James Allen, as a person thinketh there's where they are. <laughs> right. He's not the only one who said that. I think Solomon said something very similar. As a person is in their heart, so they will be. Or you can probably quote me on that one accurately. <laughs>
3: As he thinketh in his heart, um, I don't remember it now either. But I'll just say, so be it.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that's and I think that's right. Thinketh and heart, they, they, I know what it is go together. But but that's what they're saying, you know. Same thing.
3: Well, it is a fascinating journey for sure, uh, and coming back, I'm sure you feel like completely changed, completely different person, and I want to say to you folks, you're listening to Joyce Barry and Friends uh, Worldwide Show, and I want to share with you in the wise words of our friend Beverly Nadler why you should be listening not just today, but every day.
1: Listen to me. will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one internet radio show.
3: And, folks, I invite you to partner up with me to have that happen the number one worldwide radio show. Uh, simply go to our website, Joyce Barry, B A R R I E, and Friends. Dot com, And right under my picture on the upper left side, it says follow. And if you click on that, you will get an email about every show, about every guest, about every topic. You need not miss any show because if you can't be with us live at 11 a.m. Eastern, you can hear us in the archives 24-7. And before we move on, uh, Ted, I would love you to share your website. I know you have a lot of websites. (laughs) So (laughs) I'll leave it to you to share what you'd like people to get into ASAP to find out
4: more about you. Uh, Thank you so much. Really, I do have a lot of websites, and there's very important business stuff going on. However, I could give you one site, and so that is Think rich.com dot com and it's just like it sounds think rich think dot com and um,
3: as I said, authors over the, more than thirty books never met a book uh that I didn't find fascinating. He's a great author, great writer, great friend, so many accolades for Ted Siuba, but do go check out the website thinkrich dot com Okay, Oh, before we go to you, let's just see uh, someone here in the studio, 337-302. What is your name and where are you calling from? Hello? 337-302, yes. What is your name and where are you calling from?
2: My name is Erica. I am actually in Ohio. Um, uh, First-time listener, very interesting. So I came in at the last piece of um, the talk show. Oh, so thank you
3: for joining us today. I do hope you become a follower. Uh, so what inspired you to hear this particular show today with our friend Tetsi Yuba?
2: Well, actually on the um, blog talk radio, it was talking about um, your inscription about who, who was going to be on there today and yes. what they were talking about. And when you're talking about vibrations from the pyramids, to me, that gets very interesting because
3: <laughs> I'm starting Oh, very to learn good, Erica. About...
2: I always sorry. like to
3: give a warm, special welcome uh, to our new people that listen in. And you're getting a personal invitation from me to become a follower so you'll know about all our shows each and every day. So welcome, 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 and thank you for listening. Thank you. And. um don't go anywhere. He always has a lot of good stuff to share. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, hopefully we'll see you back. And just know we have an open chat room. You can check that out as well. Joyce Barry and Friends, B-A-R-R-I-E and Friends.com. Just click follow under my picture and you'll be all set. Need not miss anything special. Thank, Thank you. you. Shall I look for you to become a follower? Yeah. I know I'm putting you on the spot, but just playing with you. And I hope you do become one.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: okay. Back to you, Ted Ciuba. This lady likes vibrations.
4: Yeah, I, I picked up it when they're talking about the vibrations of the pyramids. See, she, and I didn't talk to her, but a lot of people didn't know that there are pyramids in Mexico City. Course, most people know about a place called Chicharizat. In Cancun, it has the serpent going down, but there's a lot of others, but we all know, humanity knows, remember I said, well, I'm getting conscious, so I go to a sacred spot, to a special place. We all know that pyramids have that energy, that, (laughs) you could describe it a thousand different ways, and I assume it affects different people different ways, but uh, including some people don't feel anything, of course. But most people got it. Pyramids. Energy. Whoa.
3: I <laughs> just want to show? share the one place on earth that I had a similar experience and it wasn't a pyramid It was in Israel at the Wailing Wall And I certainly felt that vibration Being there on sacred ground there Right next to the well-known Wailing Wall And I just want to say You put notes in the wall And I had three notes with me So I could put one on the left side One on the right And one in the <laughs> middle And that was an experience I will never forget So I can certainly appreciate What you are sharing, Ted, to you But go ahead Well, and,
4: and that- <laughs> That's exactly what we say: principles before personalities, right? It we, obviously, with a person who is of Jewish origin, Jewish blood, you would feel very connected to that. why wi- same thing as a pyramid, that widely acclaimed spiritual spot that you don't need to be Jewish to have the spiritual experience there. But if you are, I assume as a personal route, it would be very profound. It was
3: indeed. And, I mean, you're mentioning a place I never even heard of. So I think I even learned how to pronounce it during the show. Wakan. How's that?
4: You got it. <laughs> by the way, that Teo is from, you know, Theology, uh, yeah, TAOT, congratulations, bestest hostess. <laughs> I was
3: determined to get it by the end of the show. Um, so you came back with this personal transformation and and very excited to share it with others. Absolutely. Spiritually, I would think that would be the most profound place before you look at emotionally and intellectually. I would think it's all of the above.
4: Uh yes, and you know again, the the uh, spiritual traditions and philosophies of m- much of the world is much deeper and more profound than Western society us you know as generally realize. But uh, there is no separation. I mean, if you go for a spiritual location. There is a there's a quaternary four parts. We are made from minerals. That's our body. We have water that goes through us. That's the 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 blood. We in the air. We live in the air. We're erect. We have our respiration, vital force. Without air, we don't live. You know, we got our body It has blood in it. We got air and the fire that burns is the soul within. And when you walk as a human, you walk. Talk think, speak, and act as as a whole, you're never separated. <laughs>
3: Ted, what I'd like you to do is take another moment. You know, you have so many good things out there to share with people. So just, you know, take a moment and share about a couple of your favorite books uh, that you want people to know about. I'm sure they'll find it in the website. But you do have so much to contribute to people. Uh, So just take a moment or two and let people know what they can expect on your website and and, uh, what you'd like them to know about.
4: Thanks so kindly, Joyce. And uh, well, you know, you mentioned, of course, my uh, illustrious background being involved in the internet explosion when it became the internet. And so, naturally, I would advise everybody who needs, as a merchant, needs an e-commerce system, things that keep your business running on the internet, so you can take money, so you can communicate to lists simple website, autopilotriches.com, It's autopilotriches.com, but I know Joyce is talking about the kind of books we do, and her favorite, and by the way, my favorite also, uh, is called 101 Quantum Success Secrets. Uh, As Joyce mentioned, the most notable, and of course it's most notable because it's, uh, it's Tagged to Napoleon Hill's success classic, right? Uh, The most notable is Think and Grow Rich, and that's what most people talk about. And that, what I did is took today's, and I'm on the cutting edge of quantum science, technology, spirituality. I'm not bragging, this is where my camp is. And so I took that and said, Napoleon Hill wrote this book, if you don't know. He wrote it during the Depression, and he even in some of his other works says he was depressed writing it. And before he ever sent it to be published uh, to the publisher, he retyped it, the entire manuscript, over and over again to cleanse out the old spirit. That's why you'd go to Teotihuacan, and to bring it in new, and now it could happen, and so it worked. And so I took that, and Napoleon Hill couldn't talk about quantum science. He couldn't say this stuff. Without sounding at, in, we're talking about in the 30s. Without sounding really well, it would have ruined his career. So he adopted terms like infinite intelligence, the subconscious. And he he talked about vibrations. He talks in specific exact words, the law of vibration. But he did all this in such a way, and with such limited access, they had no quantum science. They had no neuroscience developed. They didn't know that there, were, there really were electrical charges popping in the brain that really did uh, go outside the brain, otherwise they couldn't be measured up by a skull cap, right? Uh, so I said, oh, he's got a book that a lot of business people, they all respect it, who, who know about it, and a, a lot of them have actually read it, but a very, very few see that it's a spiritual treatise like I just described, but you would expect it. how to get rich. Uh, We're talking about you're not rich, or otherwise you wouldn't be buying a book. You're in for some personal transformation (laughs) and profits. You can always
3: get richer. But Ted, I'm not familiar with autopilotriches.com. What does that offer? I have to check that out after the show. I haven't heard of that
4: one. Yeah, that is for entrepreneurs who have or are developing a business that has sales on the Internet. Now, a lot of businesses and users, they have only internet sales. But a lot of regular stores, restaurants, cleaners, they also would like to have ability to communicate with their email lists without getting spammed, uh, unsubscribed, You know, it's a legitimate, legitimate business to take money on the credit on the, your website that'll connect with any website, and legitimate ways to stay in contact, build an email list, and as business goes, anytime you want to have a sale, let's say it's coming up, you know, it's been winter, and you say, you know, I'd like to get more money in my business. Let's have an Equinox sale. It's spring. And you type it up, and you send out the list, or listen to my show. Boom. That's the kind of and who would know
3: more about that than the founder of the World Internet Summit? Ted C. Uba, the founder of the World Internet Summit. So you might think he would know a thing or two about online activity. <laughs> 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 I just want to say, uh, there, I want to recommend another site, and that's com, because the people that are into vibrations, she has a book called Vibrational Harmony. That's the name of her book, and I wrote the foreword to it. It's a book I endorse, and Beverly is our guest. Every Thursday, here's to your health Thursday. And I just want to take them up.
4: Yeah, and I want to jump in on that one because I endorse that book, too. And everything that she's talking about is what we've been talking about today.
3: And we always endorse you on our harsh shows as well, Ted, you. so clearly uh, we're all very much connected. Uh, my website is JoyceBarry.com, my personal website, B-A-R-R-I-E.com. And speaking of endorsements, I'm a success coach, a home business coach, and uh, in my website you'll find out all about that and countless testimonials from all over the country. People just like you, as regards to my coach, but I'm going to share a few of them right now. So listen up for the endorsement from my friend Ted Siuba.
2: Joyce Barry is an outstanding success coach. She is a master coach, the best of the best. Here are just a few of her clients who want to endorse her. Marlon Brando. How Joyce as a coach is an awful. you can't refuse. President Bill Clinton. I did not have sex with that woman. I did not have sex with
5: Joyce. She is my coach. Sylvester Stallone. Yo, Adrian, Joyce is the best coach, you know. She helped me
2: train for Rocky. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I hired the Joyce-inator because no matter how much I may drive her crazy, I know she'll be back. President Ronald Reagan. Well, Joyce, uh, Nancy and I just love you. There you go again. Win one for the Barry. Elvis Presley. I'm all shook up about hiring Joyce as a coach. I'll get a little less conversation, a little more coaching. Jack Nicholson. If you could handle the truth you want Joyce as your coach. Johnny Carson, I can hire Joyce as a coach? I did not know that. That is wild. Did you know that, Ed? Ho 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 Charlie Sheen. Winning. That's because Joyce is my coach. Winner winner chicken dinner. Woody Allen. Are
4: you crazy?
2: This whole time I haven't had Joyce Barry as a coach, you kidding
4: me? Hi, Ted Siuba and I think and grow rich. If you were thinking about hiring Joyce Barry as your coach, just do it, and we'll grow rich
2: together. And even Joyce Barry herself.
3: What do Olympic athletes have that you don't have? A coach. Hire me and have this be your best year ever. If not now, when? I want that gold medal. I want to hire me.
2: Email coachjoyce at AOL that's coachjoyce at AOL
3: and just do that. Send that email, CoachJoyce at com. In the subject line, put Ted so I'll know which show you were listening to. And in the text name, phone number, best time to reach you. And I'm happy to give you a free consultation on having a coach, a success coach, a home business coach, see what you resonate with, totally free just by sending that email. Uh, let me go to an, uh, someone who I know for certain is a huge fan of yours. Janice, you always talk about reading Ted's books. Welcome. Well, that's because that's just the way I think. He he makes such perfect sense with the way, you know, it, Don't Be in the Box, for example. And, yes, great book. Thank you so much. I'm enjoying it. Uh, thank you for writing it and getting inspired to write it.
4: Well, thank you so much, Denise. And, you know, not everybody knows you're connected with Beverly Nadler, and we all think alike and you know what a lot of times i think and affirm and that goes into knowing that we are the leaders and the lights of the world because all we're really saying is there's more than you have been led to believe through conventional sources tune in and find out for yourself very good absolutely and that's why every day if you
3: wake up in time, or if you don't, you have to listen to Joyce, Barry, and Friends. Because if you don't wake up, sometimes, like myself,
1: <laughs> in I get up after
3: eight. I just listen to uh, the whole show in the archives. And that's a great opportunity for all of you folks to know you can hear it 24 7. Thanks, Janice. We love you, Janice. Love you. Thank you, Ted. Thank you, Denise. Okay, I want you to talk a little bit about the facets of power, the moon, the pyramid of the sun, and moon, things like that. We have a lot of followers that love astrology and understanding the sun, the moon, the stars. What would you like to share about that as facets of power?
4: Well, and in those respects, too, by the way, a lot of conventional society thinks it's nothing but barbarism, but it also talks about the advanced civilizations you know Columbus excuse me not Columbus uh, uh, yeah Columbus is accredited with discovering that the world was round (laughs) when he sailed to the Americas in the voyage Christopher Colon I'm so used to Spanish world sometimes I can't (laughs) get these things connected all the way but of course that was ancient knowledge that was ancient knowledge but in the in his little tribe, which we would call Europe, in his little section of the world, that was discovery and of course you know the whole the whole you know how things have turned out. We all know how things turned out. But those facets of power that we're talking about is really the connection between what is happening celestially and what is on earth. Earth is not separate. Earth by the way, is not the center of the world. Cultures knew that. I mean not the center of the universe. Cultures knew that. Europe didn't know that. You know, so uh so aligning here's the whole thing, aligning to your place in this cosmos, not this world. This cosmos, which cosmos means everything. It means all the galaxies. The Incas, they knew they knew about the procession of the equinoxes. Well, that's a pretty amazing thing when it takes 26,100 years to have a single full cycle. We're in the age of Aquarius. We were in the age of Pisces with the introduction of the Christ energy. There's new energy now, we know that. The age of Aqu- These are scientific cosmological facts that appear curious to the western mind, the, you know, and the stuff that we love to be fascinated by, and, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, but there were and have been and are people, cultures, a entire unseen population, people don't dream exist, that are aligned with cosmic, uh, cosmological principles, and so, therefore... From our place on the earth, we are clearly an electron around the orbit of the nucleus of the sun upon which we depend in every single way. And our whole best, highest purpose in life is to align with the cosmos and stay in balance and not get out of balance and not destroy ourselves, uh, you know, Things like environmental issues, you know, Uh, as we grow, population issues, uh, and, and, you know, all this to maintain balance. And the moon has its cycle. It's variable, but it never varies from its variableness, right? The sun has its cycle, and it's regular, and it never changes. The sun is clearly more important, but yet... We need the light, and there's a different light in the night, and there's hidden knowledge. And our purpose as humans is not to be so arrogant that we think we know it all, that we think that we can destroy this planet, which we can now. We couldn't have when we were insignificant and ignorant and little, but we're humanity of the globe. Our purpose is not to be arrogant humans, not to the fall, what do they call it? You know, all legends, the fall of the human. We got away from the divinity, right? Our purpose is to get back to our divinity, to awake and align with the spiritual energies. When we do that, we'll be in balance.
3: Wow. Big, tall order. Uh, <laughs> and people should take it on. Uh, who would you tell to go have those kind of experience what is there such a thing as the kind of person that would find it as fascinating as you or it depends on whether you're spiritual like what would you say uh would describe the kind of person that would participate in something like that?
4: Well, that is interesting uh for instance. The day I was there, it was the equinox, right, 2015, March 20th. So it was a special day, and there were thousands and thousands of people there. Uh, Not all the people that go there are special believers in Vision Quest. It's the same thing as, you know, for some people it's not really much different than going to Disneyland. You're going to see amazing sights. For other people that go with a much more of anthropological, cultural mind, they also understand initiatic mystery uh, schools and religions. But the kind of person, a lot of times it is people that, this is a stereotype, but it's based in phenomenon. People that would be interested in or associated with higher consciousness could choose the same kind of experiences to visit a place like Teotihuacan. Those are the ones.
3: Yeah, that makes sense what you just shared, the, you know, looking for that higher consciousness uh, to talk to your spirits or the universe or your God. What a be- Where could you find a better place than to feel that connected?
4: That That's the point. That is the point.
3: <laughs> so let me ask you this as we're drawing to a close here. What is the... A message you want to leave with people. What would you say is your transformation? Of all the things there is to say about a person, about you, where did it affect you the most? Where did it hit home the most?
4: Well, it hit home most in raising consciousness, evolution. To Once, for instance, in my personal journey, I was very concerned about getting now I am much more concerned about giving, Uh, not just giving, but giving in a manner that helps raise the consciousness of humanity in permanent evolutionary manners. Pretty big change.
3: (laughs) Yes, absolutely, it's a big change. And do you feel that there's no turning back for wherever it is that the Spirit took you to? It sounds like there's no turning back.
4: Ah, well, thank you for that perceptive inquiry. And there isn't for me. I've, I'm far up down the line, which, uh, thank God, there is no turning back. <laughs>
3: well, you are one heck of a person in whatever phase of your journey that you were or we met up. So you just get more and more extraordinary every day. So what is the message you want to impart
4: to people as we wrap up? And I'm wrapping up because I'm getting low battery signal. The thing is, <laughs> when it's time, and remember, I said you'll feel a take change in your own hands. You don't have to have an explosion, which will surely come, change will come anyway. Get conscious, and that's how you accelerate personal transformation.
3: Very good, Ted, to you. But thank you for giving us the privilege to be the first ones to hear about your journey and to share it with our listeners all around the world. Thank you, and God bless
4: you. Thank you. God bless.
3: Folks, this is my personal prayer for all of you. Make this the last day, the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health, your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May this be the first day, the first day of extraordinary wishes granted and new dreams coming true. Make it the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories, and manifesting marvelous miracles. And, folks, miracles are all around you. They can't wait to come into your life if only you believe in them and you are open to receiving them. So go out and celebrate those miracles. Celebrate your resources, your opportunities. Celebrate your life. Here is our closing celebration. Song.
5: I was listening to blog talk radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop I heard a voice. It was the white Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash The Joyce Barry MASH Joyce Barry MASH She is a coaching smash He did the MASH You'll catch on in a flash He did the MASH The Joyce Barry MASH Joyce knows all about having fun She's a home business wizard and she's just begun She's a coaching sensation For not just me or you or her It's for everyone you can MASH do the Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. We...
2: <laughs> Have a fantastic day and listen to Joyce Barry and friends. <laughs> <laughs>